Hello, friends, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast, where we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking by bringing alternative viewpoints to light in an attempt to not only change the thoughts and feelings most people accept as reality, but to obliterate them completely. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife. <laughs> The lovely Monique. Monique, Hi. how are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm doing fantastic as always. We got a comment recently about how it's weird now that I don't call you my trophy yes, wife. Um, Benton so, on YouTube. Hi. Hi. He commented, it's, it's weird. Would you like to address that and why that is that I no longer address you as my trophy wife? Because this is an all you thing. It is. Do you remember how you mentioned, was it like a week or two ago, how picky I am? Yes. It's kind of like that. It was like, okay, it's fun. It's like the wrestling thing and our own thing because I was his trophy wife before we were, I was his trophy wife for wrestling. So it was kind of part fun. As part, as part of, of the, the character. Rest, yeah, the, but the I, I would right. kind of jokingly call myself like his trophy, like I'm your trophy wife. You know, before we were using it in wrestling. And then we, we, yes, you would jokingly say it. And then we said, well, why don't we make it part of the gimmick? Yeah. And so it became part of the wrestling gimmick. Mm -hmm. And then when we started the podcast, that's how you wanted to be addressed. This was your idea. Kind of going with the gimmick, too. Kind of going with the thing. But yeah. And then it was like with kind of the new year and changes, I was like, let's kind of. You're like, don't call me your trophy wife anymore. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Let's not Fine. do that. Fine. Yeah. And then. So that's why. Yeah. Just like let's. <laughs> For anybody let's wondering. That's that's all it is. <laughs> and I liked when you were calling me your certified hypnotherapist wife because it's like, yeah, let's remind everyone I'm a hypnotherapist. Oh, would Woo. you like me to go back to doing that? No, I, I just. I'm happy. I like how we have this conversation while we're doing the podcast. So everybody I'm just happy to be your it. wife. I, I'm. Thank you. That's really nice. That's really nice true. to hear. Like, very, very sweet. That's kind of what matters most. <laughs> I'm your wife. Yes, that's it, right. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's just like a piece of paper. Yeah, who cares? But I'm right, yours. Exactly. That's oh, what matters. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And, and I'm yours that's as well. That's right. We are each other's. We, yeah. we belong to each other. And that's all that matters. Yeah. All I right, so anyway. We belong. Is it Pat Benatar who does that song? Is it Pat I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I just got that song. I I think that's yes. I think it is. Yeah. Yes. So anyhow, so what's new with you? What's going on? What's good? Um, mystical meetups. We have what might be our last mystical meetup. Um, coming up, it'll be this Tuesday, March eighth, 
6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to talk about cord cutting and how you can use hypnotherapy, like the importance of cord cutting and how you can use hypnotherapy to find any cords that need to be severed. And I'll do a group hypnosis session with everyone there so they can look and see if they have any unhealthy cords attached to them and sever them. What does that mean exactly? Without giving too much away, what what's cord? Because cutting? like we have cords attached to people like you and I, like you can't see it, but we have a cord attaching our entities to each other. So, so to like speak. a like a metaphorical or yeah, but it's kind of physical metaphysical cord. Kind of, okay. Um, and sometimes when you have unhealthy relationships, you can. There are ways where you can see your cord and what it looks like. And sometimes it'll look infected or black. And you need to sever that cord because it's unhealthy. It's an unhealthy relationship. And that allows you to kind of cut yourself off from that person and kind of give that space so you have no more of a connection with them. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I'm going to um, talk about that, why it's important, ways that you can do it. And then I'll do a group hypnosis session. Uh, so people can look for any cords that may be unhealthy and then sever them if they need to be severed. And um, I mentioned this is going to be probably our last mystical meetup. So sadly, uh, my, my partner, Carlene, is taking a step back from hypnotherapy for a bit and kind of um, assessing, you know, what's going on and what she wants to continue doing. And so... We're taking a break. We might start up again in the future, but it's unsure right now. And so I'm deciding if I want to still continue doing a monthly meeting on my own or if I was thinking maybe do like maybe every other month have like group hypnosis sessions or something. I don't know. So I got to kind of figure out what I want to do as well because I like putting stuff out there for people and getting that kind of group and community and conversation but I just, I guess I have to figure out what I want to do as well. All right. Yeah. So there's that. So definitely, if you're interested, come to this mystical meetup. You can go to my website, innerstandingshypnosis.com. There's a, a tab for mystical meetups. Click on that. The, the link will be right there. You click on it and you can sign up. It's free. Cool. So what about you? What's going on with you? Oh, man. I don't I'm breaking. <laughs> I'm falling apart. Nothing, nothing really. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have this weird thing going on with my leg. <laughs> it's, it, makes, it just happened out it of makes nowhere. absolutely no sense at all. But I'll take like, I'll get up and walk. I'll take like three or four steps and all of a sudden my leg just gives out on me. And it's like up by my, where where the leg connects to the the, the hip, mm -hmm. I guess. But it's not hip, it's it's the muscle. It's definitely muscular. Or, or a nerve or something's getting either pinched or something. And I'll just take a step and then I just, I can't put weight on it. It hurts. It's like a shooting pain and it's like, ah, and I, I can't, it, yeah, like I, right before we started recording, I almost fell down our stairs because I just went and just, just planted my, my foot regular, like going down the stairs and then just, it gave out on me and I yeah, fell. like this literally just started happening. It's the and he goes thing. down the stairs and I hear like, ah, and like a boom. And I'm like, did he just fall down the stairs? Yeah, that's it though. I don't. I don't even know why I'm sharing that, but it's just kind of weird that it just oh, randomly. Sure, please. But yeah, no. Other than that, anything new with me? Not really. No, just uh, I, I get up every day, thankful that I have another day, and 
uh, I started doing a new thing where when I get up now in the morning, I just quickly, you know, I say another day. All right. And I'll do my usual, like, all right, kick this day in the ass. Just, just try to, you know, mm-hmm. have a little conversation with myself, try to fire myself up. And then now I'm, I'm trying something new where I'm trying to uh, start every day by asking myself, how can I make today a great day? Who can I help today? And typically in my little universe, it tends to be chill, our, our kids, mm-hmm. or, you know, our boys and you. Uh, but that's that's what I'm I'm doing now, and I, I'm finding that just doing these kind of things is getting my brain kind of gets the wheels and the gears turning a little differently. So, mm-hmm. and since I've started doing that, it's it's funny like a, a couple of different things, you know, during uh, like homeschooling and stuff like that, a couple of different ideas and and different ways of solving uh, different problems that I was having in in conveying certain lessons came up and just different things like like how I said to you uh I'm not looking at a failure now as a failure I'm looking at it as feedback uh-huh. so if something doesn't work or something you know a lesson's not being conveyed appropriately or they're not you know the boys aren't picking it up or whatever the case may be it's not a failure anymore I'm not failing but it's now it's feedback it's like okay this doesn't work so yeah. try this or try something different it, it, it's it's just it's funny just when you talk to yourself or when you think of it's if you phrase things a different way how the brain or at least my brain how it works differently and it, it's it kind of goes back to the whole garbage in garbage out uh-huh. you know if you if you and if you're thinking and talking in a certain way if you change the way that you're thinking and talking the output comes out differently too so Using, you know, a computer as an analogy in your brain, essentially, that's what it is, is a computer. So, but that's it for me. Nothing else aside from that. I just, every day is, I joke sometimes with the kiddos. It's like Groundhog Day, <laughs> but we're very regimented and routine yeah. in what we do, but it works for us. So it, it's, Yeah, they it's need good. that. I was yeah. going to say, I talk to myself all the time. I, doesn't everybody? I mean, we may not realize it, but I think everybody kind of, I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't audibly talk out loud. Like if I you do. were, oh, okay. <laughs> well, some, know, some people like, do, and that's fine. Inside, like in my mind. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like yeah. I'll get up and, I, and I, you know, I'll I'll talk to myself, you know, in in my mind. Like I'm not. Like if you're standing in in the hallway outside of our bedroom, you're not going to hear me talking. But I'll I'll sit up in bed. I might you know breathe out a sigh, uh-huh. you know, that kind of thing. But you know, I, I I'm not audibly talking, but. Anyway, not that that's important. No, but I mean, like, I'll even do stuff where it's like, you know, look at myself and like give myself a compliment, like, like being kind to myself, not to be like, oh, I'm great. But (laughs) like sometimes like when there's something, a part of you that you don't like, be more open to like, well, why is that? What's going on? What is your body or your mind trying to tell you? And just kind of be like, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? And be positive because like if you have pain, well, the pain's obviously like trying to tell you something's going on. So instead of being like, I hate you pain, be like, I know you're trying to do a job and tell me something. And I appreciate you that you're working. You're trying to do this, like trying to be more positive with the things that might normally 
bother me and take time for that or just like you know looking at myself and be like you are beautiful like even the not like the parts that I don't quite like about myself but just look and say like you are beautiful you are a part of me and I appreciate you thank you for being a part of me and just kind of like putting that positive stuff in there because I think so many of us and I used to do it all the time like you beat yourself up over things that you don't like about yourself whether it's parts of your body or the way you act sometimes or the things that you do and you tend like I've because again I say I've done it I think there are a lot of people who've done it but people can tend to be really hard on themselves And I think it's really important to try to focus on the positive. And even though, you know, I think of it as like little quirks I have where it's like, why do I do that? But instead of getting hard on myself, like it is who I am. And even when I'm trying to be mindful of it, it is what it is. Like, why do I always want to help people? Even though I know people are going to screw me and they don't appreciate it. And I say, I'm not going to offer to help. And then I do. And then I get upset with myself. Why do I do that? It's just, it's who I am. So I have to say, you know what? I'd rather be there trying to help people than being an asshole and being like, screw you. And, and I try to like find the positive and say, I guess, you know, it's just because I care. And that's not a bad thing. So again, I just try to find the positives and appreciate it. Wow, you went all over the place to get to that point. Sorry. Cool. All right. Again, that's another one of my quirks. Gotta go everywhere. Terrific. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, the great thing about if people, if for anybody, if you're not happy with the way you look, you can always change it. If you're a little too heavy, you can always. There's things you can do to change it. I think it just. Unfortunately, the way society has kind of has gone, it's it's everything. I mean, we've talked about this before. Everything's instant gratification, so nobody's mm-hmm. happy with having to do work to get a, a result of change. It, when it comes to physicality, it's not about physi- something you can change either. What do you mean? I'm. How do you mean? How can you? If you're, if you're, I, I'm going to use myself as an example. I if I put on, I'm not talking or, about weight. I was. Okay. So wh- what do you mean? I'm just saying. That's like, what I, w- I was saying. If you're a little heavy, yeah. you can do something about it. But what I'm are you talking if you're about? Not, if you don't like something about your body, like okay. for women, you don't like but your breast I, size or you don't like your nose or something up. about your skin. That's what I was saying. You can't always necessarily change it. And I was, forget it. I don't even know why I bother. I feel like we're kind of talking about the same thing, but just two different things. But yes, you can change things. The things that you can change, you can do the work what i was trying to say using weight as an example and then you went and took it completely away from that all right so moving moving on on from that my goodness so we watched a funny movie last night we did so that was cool so did you ever watch reno 911 before we were together i i may have caught an episode or two once in a while because it, that show started what two thousand three, right? I think I believe so. It was, it was like oh two or oh three. That was when I was really I was wrestling a lot, so I wasn't I, I didn't care about TV. I wasn't really watching any TV or anything like that for probably a good five six years stretch there where I would watch nothing but wrestling because I was trying to study wrestling and try to whatever. I was immersing myself in that, and so I I didn't really watch a lot of other TV. 
So I probably caught an episode or two. And then when you and I get together, I think you, you mentioned how much you liked that show. I think you have like a season of it on DVD or something. We may have watched a few episodes here and there, but and it, it's funny. I, I really enjoyed it and everything, but it was just kind of one of those. We didn't really watch it a lot, but anyway. So, yeah. yeah, I used to watch Reno 911, and I went to school for criminal justice. My family are police officers, and I just remember watching the show being like, why can't this be a real police department? Because this is where I want to work. Like, this is the kind of place. <laughs> They're I such wanna, buffoons. I know. <laughs> but I want to go work there because I would have fun. Okay. And I right. feel like really smart. <laughs> But no, I, like okay. I love Depu- uh, Deputy uh, Clementine Johnson, or yeah, and like I loved her. Uh, I thought she was hilarious. But so they're all funny. I they mean, oh, that's kind of the whole love the that, show. That's the point. But so they have a new movie that came out, and what is it like? The Hunt for QAnon. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's called The Hunt for QAnon, and we just happened to. I don't even know how we found it. It was just kind of random. It was like I, I showing up somewhere, but it showed up somewhere. And then we, just, I went and I, I went on a, uh, a, a streaming site that I found, and I found it there, and we watched it. So yeah, we we watched it. Was funny. It. it was funny, I, and I think the reason why it was funny is because, and why that show in particular is funny, and also another one we can mention too is Tacoma FD. But I like those those type of shows because they just make fun of everything, and they don't care. And it's so great and refreshing, especially nowadays where nothing is funny really anymore because everything's so damn PC and you don't want to offend anybody and everything. It's like, loosen the fuck up. It's comedy. It's, it's You're supposed to be able to make fun of things yeah. and everything and you're supposed to be able to laugh at stuff. So this is, it was very refreshing because it just, it, it, if you, if you're somebody that followed the whole QAnon psyop and all that stuff, because that's all that was, by the way, if anybody listening didn't know that it was all a big psyop, nothing happened on all that, you know, whatever, but they kind of called it, t- they brought up all the different things. Mm-hmm. So they were mentioning things, but then they were also kind of goofing on it, making fun of it and making fun of like kind of both sides of the things you uh-huh. know what i mean and it, it was it was just it was pretty well done i, I enjoyed it i thought it was really and funny. there was even like some symbolism in it like there's a part where there's like yeah. a bomb and the time on it is for 33 minutes yeah, 33 minutes oh yeah yeah there was yeah there was a bunch of different i'm sure if we watched it again we could we'd notice other little uh-huh. easter eggs hidden in the in the background and things like that so yeah it was pretty it was fun it was it was just funny it's one of those movies i it, it I liked it. It's hard to make us laugh now. And that's and that's the thing I think is it's kind of not depressing but I've I've and I don't know if it's just because it's an age thing or it's just the the content being put out now is just sucks or whatever, but I feel like nothing really interests me or or makes me I never sit down and go, you know, I really want to watch that. Well, oh, I can't wait till that movie comes out cuz I want to see it or that looks awesome. I haven't had that in years. Well, think about comedies. We love good comedies because we want to laugh out loud. And I feel like lately when we've tried to watch more recent comedy movies, they're not funny. It's more of like a dark comedy where you're like, when's it going to get funnier? This yeah, isn't really there's been that a couple funny. we've watched and it's kind of like, depressing hmm. or like a dramedy where it's like drama comedy, but it's more drama. It has little kind of funny bits to it, but it's nothing like 
like what did we watch that was laugh out loud funny like 21 jump street 21 jump street that was like laugh out loud funny yeah because there's just ridiculousness and it it, yeah it just doesn't give a shit it's just funny yeah and i think that may be like i i haven't seen a lot of recent movies but that that may be like the latest like funny movie we've seen and that came out what 2010 or 2012 something like that so it's about 10 years old now yeah, I just I feel like anything that's come out in the last five or six years is just not funny. It, it's really not, and so that it's so hard. Like looking for movies, what can we watch? Because a lot of times you watch the same things over and over. You're like, okay, you want something new, but yeah, like a lot of the stuff we try, we we start doing a twenty minute rule where within twenty minutes, if, if we're it's not a movie, into it, if, if it's, it's not, yeah, within twenty minutes, if it's not. There's, if, if we're not engaged or it hasn't caught our attention, shut it off. shutting it off, not mm-hmm. wasting our time nope. anymore. Total 20 minutes. And I mean, there may be some movies that are, are slow builders that are, end up being great, but if it, if it doesn't get us in 20 minutes, we're not watching we're done. it. And you mentioned Tacoma FD. We, we yeah. started watching yeah, that, that really and good. that's a really funny show. I enjoy, I enjoy yeah. the hell out of yeah, that and show. They're like, Very fun. They don't care. They just make fun of everything. Yeah, make fun of everybody. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I, I, I love those kind of shows. Now, with so, that Reno 911 movie, yeah. talking about QAnon, I remember, because you were the one who, like, told me about it. About the movie? Q- no, QAnon. Like, in general, the whole, okay. like, oh, there's this thing, it's QAnon, and it has information. I remember thinking, like, okay, it's interesting, but I just, like, it was weird. I was like, I just don't care. Okay. No, it just made me think of that because you were the one who told me about it because I wouldn't have known otherwise, like anyone talking about it. Yeah, like, and, what I, the hell? I, and I honestly can't even remember how I... was going to say, how did you find out about it? I don't remember how I found it or because I don't go on 8chan or anything. I've never yeah. been on any of that. I can't remember how it came to my attention, but somehow it was early on too. It was like, oh, I, yeah. I think it started in, was it 2017 or something like that? It might've been like the end of 2017. It was, yeah, it was pretty new before and it was n- like more well known. Like nobody was, yeah, really it was like towards the it. beginning of it. And it might've been something on Twitter or something. Like, I don't know. I, I can't remember now, but it, I followed it for a little bit. Yeah. And, and, uh, at first I, I'm, it cut, it was very, it was interesting. It, it was, got me thinking it kind of, Hooked me in a little bit, and then I realized, wait, this is kind of. If this is if this was real, it wouldn't be like they wouldn't be putting this in. This wouldn't be allowed to be out yeah. there if it was real. I'm like, this is it's a pretty well done psyop. And I remember, like, I you'd show me some of the stuff, and I'd just be like, uh, like I just got a feeling like yeah, bullshit. Like yeah, and I don't give a fuck. And usually, like when I get a feeling like that, usually. I'm right with stuff. And it was just like, it's nothing like, yeah. And it, obviously that's, that's what it turned out to be. It, it turned but it's out just to be funny then to big, see like, psyop. yeah, but then to see afterwards, like a movie kind of making fun of it all. Yeah. You know, there's still people that are that believe that, right? Oh yeah. Like there's, there's yeah. a lot of people that believe that yeah. is that, that, that Donald Trump is the president and all this stuff. And all there's people that actually buy into all that stuff. Which, hey, that's cool. Do you. But, I mean. Weren't you reading something about, like, psyops and. Yeah. And, and I don't feel comfortable talking too much about it. I can briefly mention it. But there was a uh, general, uh, excuse me, a colonel, Michael Aquino. And he was actually the, the it, I believe he was the founder of the Temple of Set. And before that, he was in the Church of Satan. And he got the Church of Satan officially recognized by the U.S. military. And. 
Yeah, uh, he, pretty weird guy. If you ever see a picture of him, he's got like these weird eyebrows. He looks like a like a B movie villain, like really. But he was he ended up becoming like the head of psychological operations for the United States Army. He was like up there, and he wrote a like a ten page document with another colonel, and it was essentially I, I forget what the name of the paper was now, but essentially it was uh, it came out in the early eighties, and it was outlining what QAnon essentially was. And funnily enough, I have not seen it, but I've heard that the HBO documentary that came out about QAnon has a uh, the the general that wrote that with Aquino, because Aquino has passed away. I think he died in 2019. Uh, the, the person he co-wrote that paper with is interviewed in the QAnon documentary. So I don't... I, again, I don't know what, who obviously was behind all of it, but it's very, yeah. And, and he detailed, he detailed in his written books that so you can buy his books on Amazon, this Colonel Michael Aquino, and he outlines psychological warfare, essentially how you can have wars now without any bloodshed. It's just all psychological and, and nobody has to go and die, but you can, mess with people's minds and he essentially like outlined all these different things he's talked about ionizing the air and how it affects people's moods and all this kind of stuff he he wrote papers on it he's got books on it and it's all out there for people to buy does anybody buy it or read it no of course not but it's there it's all out there and it's all stuff that's being done now it's it's really incredible it's it's like something a rabbit hole that i'm probably going to go down and we could probably talk about it on future shows. I mean, that makes sense when you think about it, because when you think about relationships, like, you know, like abusive relationships, like the mental, emotional abuse is always the worst. It's like controlling. And when you can control sure. somebody, yeah. like you don't have to physically harm a person if you want to control them. Just manipulate them with, you know, using yeah. your, your control over their mind. And, and when you think about the things that are done to us as people in general and the way that countries try to control us and the things that they do, they try to use a psychological brute force of you have to do it or there's consequences. Does They don't even have to like have those consequences just saying it. And people are like, oh, consequences. Okay, I don't want to get in trouble. The last two years should have opened up everybody's eyes. Mm-hmm. Anybody that wasn't aware of this, you either got taken for a ride or you realize that how easily other people can get taken for a ride. It's all there. It's all in front of you. I mean, if you haven't woken up by now <laughs> to all of it, then I don't know when you're going to. But yeah. anyway, like we said in the past episode, where's the exit door? Exit. Just leave. Just leave. Don't partake. Yep. That's the best way because it's all BS. As my pinned tweet on my Twitter account that I rarely go on says, <laughs> It's all uh, work, yes. everything. And really, ever since the advent of television, movie movie theaters, anything, you know, the motion picture, all that kind of stuff, ever since the advent of that, I feel like history itself is, I mean, even before that, because it's what was written in books is what was taught, mm-hmm. but everything is fake. Everything is made up. And Nothing I- is real. Do you remember the quote by the CIA head that said, we will know our... Mission is complete when everything 
the American people believe is a lie. Everything. Think about that quote. And that came, that was a legitimate quote from the head of the CIA. And I believe that was a quote from 1981 or 1982. Everything. So think about that. That means everything you see on the news, whether it's CNN you watch or MSNBC or Fox or your local news or whatever, we've all seen those compilations people put together on YouTube where it's like local news from around the country and they're all reading mm-hmm. the exact same script. But not just that, what what kids are being taught in school. What kids are I, being taught in our, school. Our oldest was learning um, with his online lessons about gravity and I was like, okay, it's fine to learn it, but I just want you to think, like, is gravity actually real? Or is it more about... Well, it's a theory. Buoyancy, it is. It's a theory. It's a theory, right. It's a theory. And a lot of stuff is just theory that they put out as fact, as, like, the law of stuff, like, the law of gravity. No, it's a theory. Like and- virology, the, the study of viruses. You know they've never actually isolated a virus? Mm. Never mind the one that they're saying is, and, is killing yeah, everybody. Look at germ theory. But it, virology is, it, it's it's a it's essentially made. They have never isolated a virus. Look it up. It's never been done. But they have people that go to school and earn doctorates in virology, and it's not even a thing that, <laughs> like you've you could. There has never been somebody who has uh, taken had a virus and passed it from person to person. It the. It's never been done, it, but that, that don't let that stop stop you from believing it, though. But I was telling our <laughs> oldest, like, just be aware that this might be bullshit because, yeah. and I, I question, is it maybe more about buoyancy and density, and is it about just the way certain molecules react with other molecules, like different types of, at, like, atoms reacting with other atoms? So it's just be aware what we're being taught as children what we're being told from the media, like everything that we're brought up to believe. Everything. Your religion. Dinosaurs. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Literally everything. I mean. Space. It, it, yeah, space. The is earth. space what it is? Is the earth what we've been taught Aliens. it is? I mean, is that anything? Every, anything in, you've ever read in a book? Anything you've ever seen on TV? You've heard on the radio, anything, everything. Remember, both sides of an issue are controlled opposition. You and I, the things we say, the things we share, we're essentially, without realizing it, we're controlled opposition too because we're just essentially regurgitating things we've read Mm -hmm. or that we've found or whatever. It's all information that we're just putting back out there and we're trying to say well what makes the most sense to us really it, it comes down to just unplugging and again i've said it a million times worrying and realizing that your reality is what you and in your family what you can control and and keeping you your keeping your house and your backyard in order that's it that's really it because mm. I, I'm sorry. I don't give a shit what's going on in Russia or Ukraine. I give a fuck. I don't care because I'm. it's not happening to me. Is that cold? Is that callous? I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It's not affecting me right now. Now, you could say, well, that's fucking stupid because your gas is going to go up and this is going to go up and this. Go-. 
Okay, but is that because as a result of something going on overseas, or is that the excuse that's being used to raise my gas, to raise my... You know what I mean? And, and it's funny, just the other day, with it was the day that this war bullshit was announced, and I had to go get gas. And I'm in line to get gas. And as I'm in line, getting pulling to the pump, they're changing the price, and they're upping it by five cents. And I'm like... Amazing. Seriously? literally you like, real time got to see the gas price I go real up time the girl awesome. like they're changing it on the board she's changing the flipboard that's in the front and i'm just like pulling up driving up you see like they have like a big the big sign with the prices and it was like 319 and then by the time i like pulled in and i'm getting like in line to go to the pump she's changing the price and it changed on the like electronic one and it went up to like 324 so they upped it five cents awesome should have been there five minutes sooner damn it (laughs) but yeah i mean that's it everything everything is fake everything is made up everything's bs i mean we we've had human vibration on our show uh last Mm -hmm. year and rambo rambo and they, they brought up some of these different things and 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 have made cases for it all being bs i mean rambo if you go on his twitter he I don't know if he still does. I assume he does, yeah. but has you know they they take apart all these current events that you see on the news and they just show you it's it's made up, like it's all fake. What do you what do you why are you getting upset? Why are you getting into it? Uh, but I mean, whatever. It's just it's what it is. It's so anyway, everything's fake. It's all nonsense. Just worry about you and, and unplug from everything else. Damn mm-hmm. it! As everybody else is going into the metaverse, you uh, unplug. It's it's the best thing for you mentally and physically at this point. In my mind, anyway, in my view. But the the greatest thing about all that kind of stuff is as people, and this is the hard thing, we have to realize that no matter what anybody, any government, any family member, whoever, any, no matter what, you ultimately have the power to do and say, believe and feel whatever you want fuck anybody else it's true it doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks you could literally be in a prison cell in isolation and you can go into the recesses of your mind and you can visualize and picture yourself in paradise nobody can go into your brain and take that from you nobody can go into your heart and and change the way you feel about something if you feel strongly enough about something you can transform your reality you can do it might sound woo-woo. I don't care. It's true. Nobody can take away your feelings and your thoughts unless you allow them to. Mm-hmm. So just realize your power. We all have power. and we just, We've been taught not to use it. Yeah. And, and this was a, not, a, not an overnight process. This is, a, in my opinion, hundreds of years in the making. But I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we 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 have never we never really talked about hidden. Uh, what's the the thing Tartaria that came mm-hmm. up in like the last couple of years where people say there was this hidden civilization and all this kind of stuff, but we were we were kind of briefly talking about it actually earlier today. How it's pretty easy if they wanted to reset society, they can do it because look around right now, just building codes. And look at how houses, it, I, and I can only speak in our country, in the uh-huh. United States, but look at how houses are built here. They have to be up to code. 
they have to be up to a certain standard, a certain code. You can't have lead paint anymore, right? Because they use children, as always, as the excuse for why you can't have lead paint because kids will eat, eat the paint or whatever. Like, I don't know any kid that eats paint, but okay. Well, toddlers, they like mouth on the windowsill. Fine. How much of that do they got to eat to anyway? But that's the excuse that's used. But come to find out, what's the only thing that can keep outside surveillance radiation. and radiation and things? Uh, what can keep it out? Lead. Lead. Lead can block wireless radiation. Lead can block Wi-Fi. Lead can block surveillance equipment and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Well, now you can't have it anymore. Can you build uh, an Adobe home anymore? No, everything's got to have a wood frame. Everything's got to have sheetrock for the most part. Like these are like the building they codes. They don't want using metal. They don't, yeah. So it's, For like homes. Right. So it's very simple and easy to wipe out areas because it's all flammable. You can just burn it all down. Mm-hmm. Look what happened in the wildfires, right? How many people lost their homes in wildfires across our country? So it's, I can see why that gets done. Because if I was somebody who was in charge of things and that w- I was tasked with, we're going to have every 150 years, we're going to reset everything. We're going to reset society. We're going to start over. You got to wipe out the remnants of the past, right? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, you got to make sure that the stuff can be eliminated. How do you do that? Well, you use flammable material. You got to be able to burn it away so it's yeah. ash and gone. Anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that, but just it's it's just easy to fa- to it's easy to see, I guess. Resetting history. How how you can reset history and reset things and eliminate what was once there. Right. Get rid of all traces of it, so then it's just you know stories being passed from generation to generation. That's it. And then people will question whether it's really true because there's no proof, there's no evidence. Where yep. is it? If there really were these kind of houses, if there was this, if there was that, well, where is it now? Well, it was destroyed. It was destroyed. That's right. I mean, we saw it, you know, several years ago or, or within the past several years, statues getting knocked mm-hmm. down and that kind of thing. The, just the, the different arguments and fights going on with people, what could be taught in schools and all that kind of stuff. I mean, if if you're going to, if you're a parent and you have to put your children into a public school, even private schools now, it, you don't have a lot of say in what gets taught to your kids, unfortunately. You're you're kind of surrendering them and, and their impressionable young minds to and people And not just that, who, but you depend on your kids to tell you what's going on. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, from the time you're born, unless you are, are fortunate enough to be uh, a free-thinking individual with parents who encourage that, it's it's a it's a rough road. I mean, you're essentially trained to just be a drone. You know, go to work till you're 65, then you can retire and enjoy life. If you're lucky. <laughs> right. Do you, you know, know how like, many people, I remember when I was like, even, you know, 10, 20 years ago, even when I was a teenager working at a supermarket, you have these like elderly people working at a supermarket because they can't afford to retire. Yeah. yeah. They're like in their 70s. They can't afford to retire. That sucks. Yeah, and I mean, and you could look at that, and you could say, "Well, they may maybe could have made better financial decisions in their youth, or but whatever." Maybe they had, but no maybe deci- they it wasn't couldn't, a decision. Maybe you don't know what maybe, happened. Right, well, right, exactly. I, I know. I'm just I yeah. like to try to but, put all yeah. viewpoints out there, but 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's very crazy. I say, how about we take a quick break? Sure. So I can drink some more water and catch my breath. For some reason, I'm really out of breath lately. I, I take I, your breath away. Yeah, I think that's got to be what it is. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a moment. Hearers, watchers. Homewreckers. Like what you're hearing or watching so far and want even more Homewrecker content? Then check us out on Supercast, where you can get more exclusive bonus content, starting for as little as $5 a month. You'll get more of the content you love and also have access to exclusive episodes, listener-requested shows, watch-alongs, AMAs, plus special deals on Homewrecker Podcast merchandise and more. Visit homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com to sign up or click the link in our show notes. We really appreciate your support. We do. So hit pause and go check out homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com right now. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So, yeah, we kind of were, we're kind of going to a lot of different places there uh, a minute ago. But uh, it's what we do. Yeah. Was, if you don't know this by now, come on. Yeah, we just chat and when we don't have a, a topic that we've uh, a pre uh, agreed upon topic to research and discuss, that's kind of what we do. I like our chats. I enjoy them as well. Hopefully others do also. And if nothing else, hopefully our, our talks make you think too, yeah. whether you think we're nuts or whatever. That's cool. As long as you're thinking, that's what I say. Yeah. So, I mean, with a lot of things now, and, and obviously since... In the past few years, you obviously have a good uh, internal mechanism that you use uh, where you can kind of smell BS. You kind of get a sense of whether or not something is on the money or not, or, or if it's I on the up vibe. and up I or not. I get a vibe. I get a feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, think, I think most folks do. We Unfortunately, a lot of us are uh, not used to trusting that instinct and that that gut reaction we talk ourselves out of trusting our our own mm-hmm. <laughs> gut instinct but what are, what are some things like can you think now look for example uh have you ever talked to somebody and like the first time meeting them and then like they say something that's like kind of a red flag where you're just like okay i can't i gotta maybe politely get away from this person or quickly get away from this person or whatever have you ever had yeah. Anything like that? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Would you care to share? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share a story. So I was at a metaphysical shop shopping and I was talking What's to- What's a metaphysical shop? Like a place where they have know. like crystals, tarot decks, like, depend, okay. like candles, like different things like that. All right. And I was speaking with the girl who worked there and another guy came in for shopping and the three of us got chatting and he seemed nice enough. But, and I'm not saying the stuff about him to judge, but it was just like him and what he was saying about a topic that made me like, what? Like, I don't know how, but they turned it into politics. And I hate when conversations go to politics because it's like, I'm at this place to get away from that. I want to get like, I'm here for my spirituality to help heal others. And I don't. I don't you go to the metaphysical co- shop to help to get items like crystals okay. and stuff. You know, if I want another deck, I just wanted to clarify. like I'm shopping for myself for my clients in a sense. So I'm there. I don't want to talk politics, and he brings up politics, and right there I'm like, okay. And then he 
also brings up uh, somehow abortion comes up. He is a gay white male talking about abortion rights. And it's kind of like you're a guy talking about abortion rights. And you're saying that like taxpayers, like women have the right to get abortions. And I was, I was like saying like, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, I think that it's a very touchy subject and everyone has their own opinion. And for good reason, I'm sure. Where I have an issue is taxpayers paying for people's abortions. That's where I feel like I shouldn't pay for your abortion. We shouldn't be paying taxes anyway, but that's that's another topic. But why should I have to pay for somebody else's abortion? Well, because blah, blah, and they, they go off on this thing, and I'm just like, dude, like, no. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> so his thing was that every, like, people should pay their taxes, should go His to feeling was women should be able that. to get an abortion at any point in time, even if they're nine months along. And yeah, taxpayers should pay for it. It should be covered because women have the right to do that. And it's such a touchy subject. And I kind of felt like I, when I lived in Providence, there was a, um, uh, what's it called? The place, Planned Parenthood. And anytime I, if I had to drive by, you have the people outside picketing with the signs of like the like aborted fetuses, the pictures of aborted fetuses. And it was always guys. And I'm like, have you ever been in that position? So I'm not necessarily against it. So are you saying that men cannot have an opinion? If no, you're a man, you should but have I'm an just opinion. saying like you shouldn't be for trying to force your opinion on some individual when you have no idea what their situation is. So picketing outside of a place is forcing an opinion? No, I'm just saying like... I'm curious what you're... What you're oh, they would get about. out and they'd yell at people and they'd try to talk them out of it. But it's like, you don't know okay. what this person is going through. So I just kind of feel like you're totally entitled to your opinion. But I don't know. I feel like it's not necessarily your, your place to be f trying to push your opinion on somebody else who may not feel the same way. But I would see that stuff and it's like... I'm not against it necessarily. I personally have my own opinions about it, but I definitely don't think that taxpayers should be paying for it. And especially with all the like weird, like stuff that came out about what they're doing with fetuses afterwards. And there's like a lot of shady shit possibly going on, which looking back now, you realize it's probably all psyop bullshit anyway. But at that point in time, I was just like, this is a really weird conversation to be having in a crystal store, like a metaphysical shop and talking about politics and abortion and trying to like, not just like have a conversation, but if be, like, once I was like saying my own thoughts, it was like, I could feel him kind of being like, Oh, I don't like you. He was very like liberal. What What's the, like I don't I don't know what phrase you're referring like super to. ultra liberal okay and but it was kind of like a you don't agree with me so I don't like you now okay and it was like I'm fine with having a conversation we don't have to agree on everything but if you're gonna give me attitude and not like me <laughs> because I don't agree with you on a topic so the red flag was what exactly 
bringing up politics in a metaphysical shop, bringing up abortion. But you, but you didn't end the conversation immediately. You carried on, though. I was, like, sitting, I was standing there, like, are they really having this conversation? And then, like, with what he was saying, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to open my mouth now because I just don't agree with this. So I opened my mouth. So, yes, I did contribute to it. But I was like, seriously. And then to, like, throw some attitude back at me because I didn't agree. It's All like, right okay, then. red flags. I don't think this is going to be a friendship, and I'm just going to walk away. I wish you the best. Did you end up making a purchase, or did you walk out? Or? I had already, I, I had bought my thing, and he was in line behind me, and I was talking to the girl ringing me up. And he kind of, like, it just became a conversation between the three of us. That's weird. Like, just how, how does that even organically well, come up? I'm happy to <laughs> no, talk to people. I get it, but how does that even organically come up? I don't even up? remember, <laughs> but something like... Oh, he, look he, at this Chris, so you got... Oh, by the way, abortion should be... What? How did it come up, up? He brought up, like, politics and something about Hillary or something, because this was, like, years ago. And I was just like, let's see how long I can be quiet for. Like, you know when you try to, like, smile back away, and you're like, uh-huh. okay. So you had by this point, had you already purchased your items? Yeah. Well, that's when you, the, I mean, if, if that was a red flag for you, you should have just said, all right, well, I got to get going. Hey, it was nice to meet you. Have a good day. Thank you to you, Miss Cashier That was lady. before Goodbye. I worked on my boundaries and I felt uh, like I didn't want to be rude gotcha. where we were kind of conversing and then be like, okay, see ya. Because I didn't want to so, be rude like, okay, like I don't want to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So that was your, your past. Now let's, let's. Now that you've worked on your boundaries, you've grown in that way, and you've had a time to exercise that muscle, this same exact thing happens today. How do you react? He says whatever about, you said Hillary. He says, I'll be the guy. Hillary Clinton's awesome. She's great. Blah, blah, blah. What do you say? You've just paid for your item. I got to get going. Have a nice day. All right, cool. I'm still going to be nice. But There's it's no like, reason not to be. Yeah. You can disagree with people. I just people don't want to talk it, about politics I'm there. With you. I'm with you. That, that's the thing. It's like, I don't feel like that's the place to talk about politics. We're like at the point where things were getting so heated. I, I don't know. It's just, I'm all sad. Like, I don't okay. care like if you politically feel a certain way. Just be a good person. Be nice. But if you're going to start pushing your opinions like I'm an asshole because I don't agree with you. It's like, I don't want to stick around for that. Like, we're not going to be buddies. Sorry. Not that you want to be buddies with me because I disagree with you, but yeah, I'm not going to try. There you go. Yeah. What about you? What situation where someone gave you a red flag made you feel like I need to walk away from here? See, that's the thing. In more recent times, I can't think of anything really. Because I, I just, I'm very, uh, you know me, I'm very respectful and friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't get involved in those type of conversations. So, and I don't know if I give off that vibe or what, but I I think I think I can portray on my face. I, I, I guess uh, that, that I'm not the type of person to talk about that kind of stuff. Like if I get, you said, what, for example, when you and I first met, I gave you the fuck off vibe, mm-hmm. you called it. I can do that if I, if I, for whatever reason, I can read a room. And if I feel like, okay, I don't want to interact with these people for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. any feeling I get or whatever, I can immediately put that 
face on and people don't talk to me. They won't bother me. I'll go up to say if I'm at in a store, I'll go to the cashier. Hey, how you doing today? And I'll exchange a pleasantry, but that'll be it. So I don't, I don't really have those interactions much lately in the past though. I had several and what I used to do is actually speaking of cashiers and stuff. I used to, when I was younger, a teenager, I used to be a cashier at a grocery store Mm -hmm. and you'd get all kinds of people as you can imagine. And I mean, I would just, if there was any particular regular who would come in, who would get that, you know, people talk, you know, workers talk Mm -hmm. amongst each other. Oh, this guy came in, he said this, or he did this or whatever. If I would get that customer Depending on who my bagger was, because that's you know, you'd call them your bagger, the person's helping you bag groceries, yep. right? To, if it was like a, a buddy of mine or a cute girl I was trying to impress or whatever, I would see how crazy I could get the person to talk. I'd mm. almost try to like pull more crazy out of them by instead of acting surprised or taken aback by their conversation or, yeah, starters okay, or yeah. whatever, I'd really? almost be like. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. Well, oh, you believe in aliens, do you? Because like, there was there was actually a guy, his name was Alfred. I don't remember his last name, but he used to, he had a business card that he would hand out to people. And he would, his business card was UFO abductee. Like it was his, his name, UFO abductee, and his phone number. And this would, this was in the mid 90s. And, and he would hand out his card to anybody that would ask for it. He wouldn't volunteer it, but if it, like I I got it out of him because I asked for. Uh-huh. Like, I said, hey, man, do you have like a card or something? Because he would come in and be like, oh, Alfred, what's up, man? Hey, I was just watching Star Trek the other day, and oh man, beam me up, Scotty. You think that stuff's real? And he'd go, actually, yeah. And he would get like all serious, and you could tell he had mental issues like he wasn't here you are being condescending i was being yeah i was a teenager i was a punk kid and i was being an asshole over the top but he just would feed right into it and whoever was my bagger would just be like you know burying their hand their their head in their hands just laughing because it was so absurd and he would just get crazier and crazier that's just one example all i can think of is if i were your bagger and you were doing that i would I would have been looking at you like, you are an asshole. No, you would have been laughing because it was funny. I don't. Okay. Okay. Maybe you wouldn't have been laughing. Everybody laughed. Okay. But anyway, regardless, it was not, it wasn't done in like maliciously or anything like that, but I was obviously sarcastic. He didn't have to talk to me. Yeah, true. Right, he didn't have to talk to me. Maybe I didn't. He had I didn't. No one to talk to. I didn't have to be a dick, but I. I don't think I was being a dick. I was engaging him in conversation. So you could argue okay. that I was engaging him in conversation. The guy was talking openly, and he would sit after, and he would just hang out and like talk to me as I'm bringing up other customers. He'd be like, "Okay, Alfred. Hey, listen, man. Uh, I gotta go. I got. I got. I've got to ring up this nice lady here, yeah. and you know that kind of thing." But I would see him occasionally in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he'd stop and talk to me. And I'd always talk to him. And it's possibly because he has nobody to really talk to. So Could very well be. And honestly, I was always into that kind of stuff too. Yeah. I knew the guy was not all there. Maybe he wasn't that crazy. Who knows? 
but I was always interested and curious into what he would tell me because he would often, one of his things was he would say that the Enterprise and Captain Kirk and Spock are real. That's how it's like, okay, obviously he's not all there. But I mean, or he's saying it's real, but he's not ex- elaborating it. Like it's not. No, like, he would go into details about these things. About like how, about the how the the beaming up and all that kind of stuff. It's real. The ship. Like, it's I'm just like you see on TV. The people. He would say oh. they are real. Okay, like the yes. actual like yes. Captain Kirk is a real person. Is a real person whose yes. name is Captain Kirk. Yes. Okay. All right. So. It, that's why I knew he obviously isn't all there if he believes this is real. He believes he's interacted with these people. Right. Okay, maybe <laughs> he is. I don't know. But I would do that. I would yeah. try to pull more out of him just in an attempt to entertain whoever was working with me and obviously entertain myself too. Can, but, I, can I ask you something? Of so course. do you find like people will come up to you and just start talking to you yes. or ask you for help? Yes. Okay. I have that happen too. If I uh, if I don't put on the fuck off vibe as yeah. you like to call it, if I don't put that face on and I'm just act, you know whatever. So like if you're at the store, always, always happens to me throughout my life. It's always happened to me. I would I would get people that would come up and just strike up conversations. I I I'm the if I don't put that fuck off vibe on, mm-hmm. if I don't get that face on that put on that persona, if my body language doesn't change. I have to consciously do it because otherwise I will, people will come and tell me their life story and I will just sit there and go, okay, yeah. I mean, for example, we got Chinese food delivered the other week and, you know, I answer the door. I'm always nice. And, and the lady there talked to me for 20 minutes about our house. And she I does just, it all the time. And I just kept her going. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. She's uh-huh. a sweetheart. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. And it's a conversation I've had with her before. And, and she must have forgotten or she's just being nice or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's like, like, why you want to buy it? (laughs) I finally got to the point where it's like, okay, well, we're going to eat now. But hey, it was great to see you. She's she's so sweet. But yeah, I, I, yes, that always happens. I have it like where all the time I will, if I'm out shopping, I'll have people like, oh, can you help me? Or do you know anything about this product? Or do you know where this is? And I'm just like, if I can help, I'm going to help because it's nice. But, and I'll have people like, I'll be out and people will just kind of comment and sometimes I'm kind of taken back by it. Like, are you talking to me? And it's weird because sometimes the things people say, I just think like, are you fucking seriously saying that to me? <laughs> like, I've Yeah, I've had. Really? Oh, yeah. I've had all kinds of. Like commenting sure. about like other people or something. And it's just like, what makes you think I want to get into the shit talking about <laughs> somebody else in line with you. Uh, um, but like people just, they will open up and yeah, like I have people, they'll talk to me and yeah, you get the life story. And usually I don't mind because you can tell they're just like kind people or older people and it's fine. But sometimes it's like, like weird conversations and it's like, I would get, where the pe- hell did this come from? <laughs> Yeah, I would for whatever reason. I would. Uh, I was always one people would go to, in in different jobs. For example, I would have coworkers come up and ask me for relationship advice and stuff, and I'm just like, I I don't know why they they felt comfortable talking to me about these kind of things. But yeah, it was just weird stuff. Yeah, I mean that that kind of thing would happen a lot. Did yeah. I ever tell you when I worked in veterinary medicine, um, the first vet hospital I worked at, we had like general practice and twenty four hour ER. And some of the people I work with would call me Saint Monique 
because I would always go deal with the people nobody wanted to deal with. The people who were not logical, some might say crazy, people who just wanted to suck up your time and talk and they were very needy or they weren't getting like what you're telling them. And I loved helping those people. I always felt like I'll go help them because I just look at it like obviously like there's a disconnect somewhere and they need help. And trying, like for me, it was a challenge of like, how can I help this person? How can I find a way to give them the help that they need, the information they need in a way that it works for them? And I actually really enjoyed doing that. I used to, at my previous job, I would get sent to difficult, problematic customers and... It was like I was the go-to. I would like we we we'd have different teams, and you'd be signed uh, assigned to, to a, a specific geographical area, and I would routinely get pulled from my geographical area to go to a problem customer, like it's somewhere that I would normally not be uh-huh. working. Uh, that would happen to me a lot, and it was because I I guess just because I had patience with with a lot of yeah. people, and I would I'd be willing. I found that most people that are upset, they essentially just want to be listened to. And I know that that's something a lot of companies, especially in the last 10 years, have started to do. Essentially, that's like customer service. People just want to bitch, and your job is to just listen. Yeah. Well, one thing that would bother me at places I've worked before is they'd be like, I can't deal with this person. Will you go deal with them? Sure. But then I'm like listening to them. Like sometimes people have to get it out of their system. They need to say it over and over like 20 times until they finally feel like they've gotten it out and they feel better. And sometimes you just have to stand there and listen and try to understand and support them in a way you can so they feel like you're trying to help them. When all you're really doing is listening, but that's what helps. Sometimes it's all people need. But then like the employer will be like, you got to speed it up. Like you, you can't just stand here all day and talk to this person. It's like you didn't want to deal with them. You gave them to me. I am trying to help them by listening to them and then figuring out like, okay, so where can we go from here? What what should we do? How do we move forward with this? But it's like you have the people who don't want to deal with them, deal with these people who ask you to do it or tell you to do it, and then they're telling you like, this is taking too long. Then why didn't you just deal with them and tell them to shut the fuck up? They're SOL and kick them out. I don't know. That That's a frustration for me. All right. Yeah, All right. just just venting that. Oh, okay then. <laughs> no, because like don't ask me to help somebody if you're not going to let me help them. That's all. That's why you don't work in retail anymore, right? Or other places where it's happened. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 another time... I'm trying to remember there was uh, another time where it was in a bar and I, I can't remember the exact wording that was used, but essentially it was a, a female that came up to me and was so drunk, like obliterated. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was like immediately like, I got to get away from this person right now. Oh, I've had that like at bars right now, <laughs> and I can't remember what, but but it was it, uh, the the smell of booze and cigarettes because you know in in bars, especially crowded bars, if there's yeah. music playing, or whatever, it's you got to get closer to people to talk, and I'm pretty sure that's why it's done that way. But 
yeah, came up and, and was just, I don't remember the, the wording, but it was the smell and, and just seeing how inebriated this person was. It was like, I got to back away. Do you have a ride home? I got to go somewhere else. I got to stay away from this I, person. I've been I in those don't. situations at bars. I don't know if it's a red flag. It's more of like a, yeah, no, not happening. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Red flags. That was a, a funny little side conversation. Yeah. There. So you think I was an asshole for talking to this guy about his aliens? Well, that's like encounter. what he came off as. Because I, oh, because really? I would, Be me because, up, because I would, I'm not saying that's exactly what I said, but I would pull information out of him and I'd get him to talk it's more one thing, like, oh, and I'd okay, get him, I would get him fired up and he would get like animated and talk and like the, the people waiting next in line would be like giving me the looks and I'd be like, Oh really? Wow. Wow. Alfred. No kidding. And like the cashier behind him, cause you know how cash registers are set up would turn around and be like, what the, f-? you know? he would get like really loud and animated. I'd just pull it out of him and everybody's just like, I, I would get like, <laughs> I remember one time I'd ha- I had like a, they called them shift leaders, w- would stand at a podium and kind of like look over and saw what was going on and he's just getting animated. I mean, I mean he wasn't it, anything bad, but he's just getting loud and stuff and she's looking at me because I'm like, oh, no kidding. Then what happened? And I'm just like, really? And I'm just getting animated but that's with him. So I'm kind of, yes, so I'm kind of like, uh, I'm like feeding him almost and getting him pumped up too. And she just looks at me and she just like gives me the, the face like, don't you fucking dare stop it. Like putting her hands down, tell me like, stop it, calm it down, stop. And I'm just looking at her and I'm laughing and just think it's the funniest thing. And of course, when he leaves, she comes over, what are you doing? And like makes me go on break and comes and talks to me. She's like, okay, now that we're out of away from everybody else, that was funny. Okay, it was funny, but you can't do that. He's getting really riled up. You're going to upset people. I'm like, what? He was, he was, we were having a conversation. What's the big deal? And she's like, you know what you were doing. Come on. But it was funny. We need to have okay. an episode called Supermarket Shenanigans where oh, we geez. talk about like when we worked at a supermarket. I'm surprised that that's not a TV show. Speaking of like funny shows. Yeah. They, supermarket there be, Shenanigans. It should be like a supermarket sitcom. Mm. That, you know, and it should take place in the 90s. Okay. Or the 80s. You know what I mean? Like something, but like that kind of a thing. I think that'd be funny situational I, comedy like that i'm curious how many of our hearers and watchers worked at a supermarket and do you oh, have any boy. funny stories or fun stories to share with oh, us man. i'm sure that there yeah. i would love to hear <laughs> there's got to be tons of them out there i'm sure because that's like one of the first jobs a lot of people get yeah you know that's like a common one right that or a fast food restaurant mm-hmm. a dunkin donuts something yeah. like that yeah. Do yeah. you have any supermarket shenanigans? Yeah, let us know. That'd be cool. Yeah, share with be us. Cool please. to share with us. And we'll so. read it on our show. You got anything else you want to talk about? You you think it's time to take it home? I thought I had something else, but now I can't remember. So maybe You do this time. every week. Not on purpose. Every week. I had something and now I can't remember. Because I had it in my mind, but then we get talking and then I forget. If I don't write it down, I try to do a thing like I cross my fingers. So I'll try to be like, you remember something, but it doesn't always work. Man, some gold that we maybe are just leaving on the table because you've forgotten. I don't think it's gold. Unbelievable. Well, until next time. 
Thanks for spending your time with us. We truly appreciate it. The most valuable currency any of us have is time. So the fact that you sat with us now for a little over an hour is, is greatly appreciated. Thank you. Until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, hypnotherapist wife, certified. certified. Not my trophy wife, not anymore. Well, I'm always your trophy wife. <laughs> I just feel like we don't need to announce it. All right. We know. The lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker podcast. You're so silly. I know. Many people are unaware just how much hypnotherapy can help them or think it's only to help lose weight or quit smoking. But there is so much more hypnotherapy can do. It can help with stress, anxiety, insomnia, phobias, performance enhancement, connecting with your spirit guides and higher self. You can even discover past lives and your life between lives. Heal traumas, break habits, find your deepest truth, or just have fun discovering who you really are, all from the comfort of your home. I'm Monique Pliakis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, and I want to help you. Schedule a free consult by going to www.innerstandingshypnosis.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-S-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. Understandings Hypnosis. Find your power and ignite your inner light. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. You can also visit our website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. Where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store. Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArion. And you can check out my website, AlexArionFitness.com. Com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.